Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. And now, welcome to the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. Live on the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. Immediately. Fucking. Fucking immediately. <laughs> hey, get out of that trash can. Sean Boy. Sean Boy. Well, he knows it's a classic movie. I'm still a mouthful. Yes, I did. I was like, this is the last time. Well, welcome to the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. We're we're making this video about an hour late after a lot of trial and error because we are the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast and things, the show must go on, but things must go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that should be a new shirt. The show must go on, but the things... We'll go wrong, but yeah, quarantine. Yeah, quarantine three sixteen says the show, the show must go on, but the show must or something must go wrong, but the show must go on, something like that. I don't know. That, yeah, I mean it's it's our fashion, it's what we do, but uh, you know we're back at it again. And quite frankly, I'm okay with just jumping into the fucking topic today because <laughs> we've had quite we've had quite the chit chat, I guess. But I mean, yeah, already you know. There's not really much to talk about. No, you know. Um, I will say this, though, before we get started. I am excited for uh, Dynamite this week because it is live. It's live. Yeah, I'm excited for that. You know, There's I was a... wondering what was, Go ahead, what sorry. was missing from the shows. And I was wondering if we were going to have a little delay. I don't think it's. I don't think we really do. It's all good. We just spoke at the same time. Yeah. Uh, the, like, does that mean we're going to have more people back on it this week, or...? I read that Florida is allowing them to have some fans if they want to, but I think that's up to them. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. I don't know how many, uh, but enough to make some noise is fine. <laughs> yeah, and that did you see the tag match? With the best friends one? No, it's Jericho and Sammy Guevara versus Kenny Omega and Matt Hardy. Oh. No, I did not see that. It's a good one. Sorry, anybody who's watching this video is going to see me just pace around my house, but this is <laughs> this is what this he is does when he records. <laughs> yeah, this is exactly how it goes. I was going to go right. upstairs, but I just think it's not yet. this makes it more fun to do it this way because everybody's doing Zoom calls. Yeah, I just like I texted yesterday. I wish this was around like two years ago. Well, that would have made started, life a little easier because by now we would have had it perfected. It yeah. would have been all figured out, and we would have said "fuck anchors." A long time. Well, we were saying that. 
we're saying that anyways. But, just not uh, in like a serious way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm actually anyways. standing at my kitchen table right now. This is how things are. Because oh, I, okay. I, I can't sit down doing video. I no, I can't. I'm sitting right now, but like already, my legs are like, get up, get up, get up. Um, but yeah, other than that, nothing much really going on. Not a lot going on. We yeah. know when we're going back to work, so there's that. Did there's you get the big. confirmation on that with you too? For the most part, yeah. Yeah. Cool. I'm, yeah. I'm, well, with it being May 11th or 12th or whatever it is, with my birthday being the 13th, I think I'm gonna wait just so I can enjoy my birthday. Have a B day. Yeah. yeah. I haven't had one in years, so it'd be nice. Yeah. Like on the actual yeah, day anyways. It's always like the weekend before the weekend after. Yours is the Yeah, I'm always I just can't I think it was I think mine's on a Monday, so I think that worked out okay. Yeah. It's like I gotta bang out Mother's Day and then I'm then I'm on to the uh the birthday. It's always like a week after Mother's Day. Well at least this week you won't have dine in service on Mother's Day. Yeah, but I'm doing the to goes again and it was uh we did it for Easter and it was a lot of fucking work. Yeah. <laughs> It was. I was like, oh, my God, I didn't realize it was going to be like this. So this week I have my staff coming back, and they're going to help. So I will uh, not have to do as much, but I'll still be banging it out. But usually we're not as crazy busy for Mother's Day. It's usually Easter and Santa brunch are the ones that are really busy on Mother's Day, which is weird because some places Mother's Day is like the big one. So I don't know. Yeah, my uh, my place of business, Mother's Day, is like the busiest fucking day of the year. Oh, of course. <laughs> but I don't work on Sundays, so I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, that's okay. Oof, you get out easy on that one, man. I've, I've worked uh, enough Mother's Days in my day. Yeah, let the youngsters do it. Yeah. I mean, the tips should be nice on that day, oh, I guess. Sure. I wouldn't know. But, well, it is yeah. Sunday, so you get the church crowd plus Mother's Day. So The rich church crowd. Yeah. They already put $100 in the hat that gets passed around, so they're going to go ahead and throw another hundo out. What's up with religious people? They're all rich. I don't know, man. And airplane food. What the fuck's up with that, too? <laughs> <laughs> What's the deal with airplane food? All right. Let me uh, – I'm going to swipe off this and get on the internet real quick and tell me if it – does it cut my video out? Yeah, cut your video that? out. Okay. It's fine, though. Nobody's watching this shit anyways. Uh, let me just, I'm just going to bring up the lockdown thing. I'll go to my computer upstairs here in a minute, but yeah, I guess that's, that's about it. What else is, what else is going on? Yeah, I might watch money in the bank. Cause it's kind of like, it wants to be the next like big fifth thing. Yeah. You know, like it's kind of replaces King of the ring in a way because it's like a, it's got, to, I don't know. It's kind of the fifth big one, but it's always getting moved around. So it's not like King of the Rings. <laughs> the the con the concept of it this year is is fun. It's stupid, but it's fun. What is the concept? So they're they're doing it at the Stanford headquarters. Oh boy, they're oh. starting in the bottom at the at the entrance. That's right. Oh my god. And not yeah, only dumb. that. Hey, but I don't. I guess you didn't get. I didn't. You didn't read this. So they're doing the men's and the women's at the same time. Uh, I just don't know. <laughs> I just, I mean, I guess they're doing what they can. They're How trying, is that going to work? It's not. 
I Are just they have I don't understand cameras? it. Oh, I'm sure they got plenty of cameras, but it's just like it's the like how you're like gonna, uh, how are they gonna present it is it gonna be like is it gonna look like a zoom call where there's like 80 different fucking pictures that's what i was about to say i wonder if it's gonna be like a split screen thing dude i don't know that's weird i didn't i knew they were doing it like that but i didn't know they were doing it at the same time that's a little strange that's a, that's a little bit strange it's fucking wild yeah uh, i don't know how i feel about that but I guess I'll now I don't want to watch it. I was like interested. <laughs> like I want to watch Drew McIntyre and Seth. That should be good. Hopefully. Yeah. I want to watch it just because it's so fucking wacky and out of the out of this world that they're yeah, either gonna fall on their face or they're gonna make it like kinda cool. Yeah. Because I'm gonna yeah. be honest, when they when they announced the boneyard match, I was like, what the fuck is a boneyard match? Yeah, you exactly. Know? That's yeah, that's true. And the Firefly Funhouse thing, it was yeah. like, what? And then we end up watching it, and it's, and it's like something, it's way better than we thought it would be. So maybe they can pull it off. I don't know. Yeah. They're in the entertainment business, pal. They're not in the wrestling business. No, they're not in the wrestling business. That's, you, uh, that's Ted Turner. Do you need Turner's. to go to your lap, laptop? Uh, yeah, I'll cruise up there. It's nine. I uh, was trying to let my wifey sleep in, but you know what? It's nine o'clock, so it's time to wake up. Time to wake up. And don't ruin the Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and I got to go for a little run ski when we get done too. I'm trying to drop a couple pounds again. Dude, got that quarantine bad. weight. I'm the I'm the heaviest I've ever been in my life. Are you really? Yeah. No way. Yeah. Well, good. Damn. Okay. I don't know hey, that. I, I gotta change. I gotta turn it around the next week. <laughs> you know, you know the fucking drill, pal. No carbs and sugar. Yeah, makes it pretty easy there. I gotta run. go. I've been doing my two miles. I gotta go back. No more beer. That's it. White Claw, brother. White Claw. <laughs> there you go, dude. Ugh. You gotta do it, man. Nope. I'm on. I'm on that claw. I got that mango claw the other day. It's pretty good. All right. So now we shall talk about it. So we're Let me pull my not here all day. Real quick. We went ahead and uh, we had the poll up last week for the lockdowns. You ended up voting for 2009. And so we went ahead and decided we're going to do 2013 this week as well. My little wrestler collection on the wall back yeah. there. Well, we did yeah. it because that's the one we both voted for. It came yeah. in second place. It was leading most of the time. And then the last minute, oh nine one. we talked about that last week. But it's yeah. like, fuck, why not? Even though this actually happened in a March instead of a May, but or April or whenever. Yeah, this was this was the first year they did it in uh, March, and it's also the first year that they uh, did matches. Not all matches in a cage. Yeah. Um, let me. I had another little plan for this. Too, I was gonna do the. I was gonna tell the Meltzer star ratings on this one as well. Oh. I found a little. Yeah, I found a little website that has that on the dark web. It's a little deeper than the dark web. Like it's way deep. It's like the double deep, like dr- double drop D. It's parts but, unknown. Uh, part, yes, there you go. The parts unknown web. So, anyways, uh, TNA was still a company at this time. March 10th, 2013 in San Antonio, Texas at the Alamo Dome for 7,200 people, and it's still the record attendance for TNA. Why? 
Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. How did they do it at the Alamo Dome of all places? I don't know. I think they were just big enough at this time where they could go to a place like that. Do you think I having Terry there had a had a little bit to do with it? He wanted a big building for a big show. Probably, yeah. Big, and they big, were big uh, swerve ski at the end of the show. Yeah, and they were picking up some heat. This is 2013. I pretty much watched that whole year of TNA. I was pretty invested in it this yeah. year. And 2012 was – my favorite years, and I know a lot of people shit on the Bischoff and Hogan years, but Bischoff and Hogan, uh, both of them pretty much got released or left at the end of 2013. It was like pretty much after Bound for Glory or right before um, they left. But I like the Bischoff and Hogan years, man. They got rid of the six-sided ring. Some people shit on that. But Bischoff talked about it on 83 Weeks about how he asked them, like, why do you do the six sides? And they're like, cause different. He's like, okay, well let's go to a four sided ring. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. First of all, it's fucking dumb. All right. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, for the younger guys, it's, it's a cool idea. Yeah. The old school dudes, you know, so but guys like Hogan and flair when Sting. he comes in and Terry or yeah. Terry and S- flair and Foley. Steve Sting. Borden. Yeah. <laughs> Uncle Steve. Uncle Steve. Cousin yeah. Um, There was something else I was going to mention about it. Oh, yeah. Uh, also, Bruce Pritchard was still here as well. He was. Oh, he I noted was, that. He was in TNA at this time? Yeah. Let me. Uh-oh. What happened here? What did I do? Okay. Go. I messed up my. I don't know why, how I even clicked that button. Um, Bruce Pritchard, I had it noted. Pritchard as well was here till July 2013. He was a he got promoted to senior VP of programming and talent relations. So he was basically like he is in WWE. He's the right. executive producer and all that stuff. So yeah, I mean, you had a pretty good, you had a little ensemble backstage here. So, you know, it was a good. I think that's why it was good at this time. I like. I don't know. I got my Aces and Ace shirt on. This was from when I went to the show later that year in Little Rock. Terry's but last it show. wasn't. It was Terry's last show. Yeah, the second the the taping was Terry's last show. They did the one on one off. So the first show was live, and the second show was taped for the next week. And that's when Uncle Terry walked out. And actually, when he walked out, I got to. They told people they needed they could move to get on the hard cam, and I was like, "Well, fuck yeah!" So I went over there and I was sitting on the hard cam side on the where it faces whenever he quit. He's like, "Well, you know what, Dixie, I quit." Whoops, I had my phone all set up there 
I got a little holder here. I'll put it in. Actually, it's my 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 camera holder. I have to turn it sideways though. That's all right, right? That's, that's, that's actually okay. better, I think. Yeah, there we go. Got the little got the little yeah. phone. Now stand I can here. actually see you, and it's not like a slim <laughs> a slender man yeah. camera. So. Uh, yeah, let's jump in this shit. Let's jump into it here. Uh, the show starts out, of course, with Aces and Ace rolling in on their bikes, and it's black and white. That's Eric Bischoff production right there. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Bischoff, Bischoff Productions, yeah. <laughs> yep, that's that's get him written all over it. And then, not even five minutes in, I sent you the screenshot. The Hogan King of the Sex Tape sign yeah. shows up. Uh, before that, though, in the in the video package as it's coming on, I wanted to note this. Bully Ray is quoted of saying, I don't want a shot at the world title just because I'm Hulk's son-in-law. Just hearing that, like I, I knew the storyline was going on when it happened. Yeah. But just hearing him say that, it was so fucking weird. And I have yeah. more notes about that as we go through. Actually, it's... after the second match, I have a note when they're sitting down in the locker room. I have a little note ski. Okay, cool. I kind of just, I just wrote it down so I didn't forget, but I, I'm excited to hear what yours has to say. Um, then we get Zima Ion versus Christian York versus Kenny King for the X Division title. And it's not in a cage match. The, the, the third to main, third to last match is the first one with the cage actually. So they, uh, um, didn't have that all show. Like I said earlier, I got spaced out. I was trying to remember if 2014, I think 2014, they might've went back to all cage matches. Uh, anyway, Zima Ion, Christian York, and Kenny King, X Division title. I'm sure you caught that botched uh, flip Kenny was going to do off the rope there and hit his head on the rail. Yeah. And they I replayed think... it too, which was kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, they replayed the botch. That's a little interesting. Um, I think that Christian York, dude, I don't know of his stature in wrestling, but he seemed like he might have been a little green here. He wasn't. Like, That's the funniest thing, because I thought the same thing, and they kept talking about how he was new to TNA, but he wasn't new to the wrestling business. So I did some digging, and he actually debuted, or started training at least in 96. Jesus, okay. And he was a part of WCW before that folded, and he was also did a little run ski. He was in the last match versus uh, Jerry Lynn on ECW Hardcore TV. Oh, no shit. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Maybe he was just not used to this other style, I guess. It's getting a little choppy, choppy, peepee over Yeah, there. your Wi-Fi is – it's showing red on your Wi-Fi down at the bottom. Oh, I'm off I'm off Wi-Fi. I don't know. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay, whatever. If they can hear the audio, they can hear the audio. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brian, Brian Hebner, he was uh, quite the fast counter in this match. He was really one, two, three, one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two, three. <laughs> it was like he was moving quick on that count. You get over there? Yeah. All right? I'm letting you do okay. yours so I can get my notes. <laughs> <laughs> um, first lockdown, we're not in a cage. Kenny King retains. I thought it was a good opener. And Zima Ion, he, uh, this is probably the third year I had saw him in TNA. I think he rolls around in like 2010, 2011. He's in the X division thing. Um, and he's pretty good. I like, I like Zima. And I thought he was a really good, really good talent that they had. I don't know what he's doing nowadays, but. Uh, I believe he is in NXT. Oh, really? Okay. 
Yeah, let me look it up. That makes quick. sense. Zima. Zima Ayan. Hey, yeah, hey, uh, he's uh, walking wild in NXT. Oh, I see that. Walking and 205 wild. Live. Okay. All right. Well, I think uh, Zima Ion's a little better than old Joaquin Wild because I don't see him on TV ever. <laughs> well, I think I he's I mainly on uh, 205 Live. So okay, that would that's be why, why we don't, know. don't see him. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody watches 205 Live. Yeah. So all Maybe I had, some people do, I guess. All I had for that match was good opener next to see Kenny King. When did they change X Division from the X Cable to a regular triple threat? So you kind of answered that question. This was the first year that they didn't do like a legit X Division match. Yeah, it was a little, it was a little different. They, I think when they stopped, they might have stopped doing that X Ultimate X match because that used to happen at Destination X. That was really when it happened. Oh, okay. The yeah, so they'll do it. They do it there still, I believe. But um, occasionally, I think they would do it outside of that. But it mostly happened at Destination X. And gotcha. that was usually like, you know, that's the big match of Des, Des X, if you will. I guess that would kind of be like the Money in the Bank match. Only do it once a year type of thing. In a way, yeah. Because, like I said, in the earlier days of TNA, the X Division title and winning the X Division matches and stuff kind of meant like you were on your way to the world title at some point. Like it yeah. was actually a stepping stone. Um, JB is in the back. It says hashtag lockdown. You can go ahead and tweet that out. With Joseph Park, uh, Kaz and, and Christopher Daniels come back there. And they, I mean, they were on fire on that promo. dude. They were busting that one out. The boys. SoCal. Yeah? Okay. <laughs> I, I'm letting right. you go, man. All right, all right. And then we get old uh, Joey Ryan and Joseph Park, the king of sleaze, versus Joseph Park, who is, you know, obviously it's Abyss without a mask, and he acts like he doesn't know how to wrestle or something. And it's, it's, a, it's a, you know, little comedy gimmick, I guess. They did that for a few years too long, but then they brought back Abyss. He's an agent in WWE now, I think, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. He's one of the he's actually one of the only ones that didn't get furloughed. So Vince must must think good, pretty probably. highly of him. Yeah, yeah, I guess so, especially because he's a TNA guy. That must be uh a big deal. Yeah, this was around this was after the time where they went head to head with Raw on Monday night. Oh, when they were live? Yeah. Yeah, I put I just put uh, fun comedy match. Always wondered about this side of Abyss because I, I remember reading it. And I was like, who the fuck is Joseph Park? And then I looked yeah. further and like looked into it, and it was like, oh, it's just Abyss without a mask. I if I remember correctly, there was a a short time period, and I could be wrong. There might be some TNA marks out there that'll get mad about it, but I feel like there was a time period where Abyss and Joseph Park were on TV doing like separate things. Yeah, I remember reading that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Joey Ryan does a little heel promo at the start. Uh, Joseph gets the cheap pop because he says he loves San Antonio. And Joseph Park wins. It was Like you said, it was a fun little comedy match to watch. It's like a you-go-take-a-piss type thing. I kind of forgot Joey Ryan was doing this gimmick back then, but yeah. Did his uh, goatee bug you? 
I was staring at it a lot. I'll yeah. tell you that. It didn't, I don't know if it bugged me, but I stared at it a lot. I was definitely like, interested. The way <laughs> his mustache didn't connect, he had like that old like French. Yeah. yeah poorly tipped. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, eh, I like the full beard. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Hardy arrives. Got to have that arrival shot. You know, you got to have that in a wrestling pay-per-view. Bull in his bag. And then this is... And then this is your part here, Bully in the back with Brooke and uh, Hulk Hogan. He calls him dad. There was my note. <laughs> there was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I just like, went, dad. I went like this. I was like, ooh. Yeah. That was so fucking I kind of forgot about the, the Bully marrying Brooke Hogan thing and Aces and Aids crashing. It's knowing what we know now about the end of the show. It's like, I don't know. I. It Some makes things. it makes sense, but it doesn't. Yeah, we'll get to that, I guess. I think you, yeah. you're probably thinking what I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, Gil Kim and Velvet Sky for the Knockouts title. Uh, actually, I got the star ratings pulled up here too. Let me show you these. Oh yeah. The opening the opening match was two stars. This is all via Dave Meltzer. The X Division match was two stars. Joseph Park and Joey Ryan was three quarters of a star, <laughs> and this one, Velvet Sky and Gil Kim, was three quarters of a star. Wow. Yeah. It wasn't, I didn't find it to be that bad, honestly. I'll go ahead and read my note from the match. I said, out of the three women's matches I've watched from TNA, this is my favorite by far. Don't know if it's the ref fuckery or that Gil Kim is an incredible talent. Also a nice spear from Taryn Terrell. Who posed in the nude. And I figured that out. I thought I read that on her page when I went, because I was trying to figure out who she was. And I saw she was actually Tiffany from ECW. Yeah, she's or WWE ECW. WWE ECW, yeah. Yeah. She's she's smoking, dude. Yeah, that was a cool spear and I I, I liked I think I, I enjoyed the ref fuckery. I'm kinda yeah. with you on that. Yeah. And I, I did, I really liked it. It brought something different to a, a knockouts match that I hadn't seen mm-hmm. in the first two the, of the the one from 09 that we watched last week. And we're kinda, you know, two thousand thirteen, we're kinda getting into that era of like the women's wrestling's getting a little more serious. Like it's getting close to being out of that divas thing. This one is definitely one it's I wouldn't put it on par with like Charlotte and Becky, but you yeah. can tell it's not like Nikki Bella and you know, whoever. It's two who know how to work, actually. Yeah, it's not a butterfly championship match. Yeah, yeah. Um and then we get a little preview for Robbie T versus Robbie E. This match just was, you know, it it was they just wanted to make Robbie T look big and strong. It's listed on the star ratings here as a dud. It doesn't have a star rating, it just says a dud. So it was five minutes, probably five minutes too long, but you know, they did what they needed to do. They did yeah. their job. They I made actually Robbie have T look big. Quite a bit of uh note for this one hit it hit it so let's do that the robbie jersey shore gimmick i remember him and Ryder going back and forth on twitter you remember that yeah on the yeah. gimmick infringement i never yeah. really saw Ryder's as jersey shore uh Ryder may 2009 segment with tiffany taryn terrell of wwe ecw and robbie e's first time debuting the gimmick was august 10th dark match for tna and that was August 10th. Uh, was it 09 or 10? I think it was 10, actually. I think it was a year after. So Riders was actually first, if we want to do dates on that. With their oh, this, is, this involves your boy, so that's why you're getting heated about yeah, it. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of pissed. 
No, I think they're actually really good friends. And I said, the funny thing is, is Robbie, now Robert Stone, now manages Chelsea Green, Ryder's fiance in NXT. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they're obviously buddies. Yeah, so it's all tied in together. Robbie E. Yeah, he, I have, I have quite a few 2011 TNA movies. I actually have uh, Destination X on iTunes. And I have, yeah, I have like six or seven 2011 ones, but Robbie E's on like every pay-per-view. Did you buy it on iTunes, like on a whim, like you were on your phone, you wanted to watch wrestling? Yeah, well, I was collecting all the 2011 ones for some reason, because TNA, I watched 2011 because WWE 2011 was terrible. So like I went back and I was like, I want to watch 2011. I was like, well, I'm not watching WWE 2011. So I started watching TNA 2011 after the fact and i was like this is pretty good shit actually like it's not bad it's you know it's tna so it's got weird moments but it's yeah. still good but yeah long story short i bought it on a on a whim i was on my i couldn't find it on dvd and if i did it was really expensive so i was like i'll just buy it on itunes but now i still want it on dvd <laughs> i'm sure you can find it on ebay pretty cheap somewhere yeah that's i actually purchased like three or four tna dvds on ebay not too long ago and one of them was Bound for Glory 10-10-10 because uh, that one was looking a little rare. Anyways, was that that was just your, that was your notes on this one? Yeah, that was it. I mean, other than that, the match was a dead. It was not. Yeah, fun it to was watch. just there. It was just kind of there. Uh, I had De- one definitely hour. definitely one where I was just on my phone or up doing stuff. Like it was on in the background. Yeah, I, yeah, pretty much. Uh, then we get the tag title match. It's the three-way tag title match. Hernandez and Chavo versus Aries and Rude versus Bad Influence, which is old Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kaz. This one, uh, I had a couple of notes before the match starts. Uh, has Austin Aries always looked exactly the same? For the most part, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, yeah. like he looks – here in 2013 like he does now yeah yeah i mean pretty much no change the same beard same cut i think maybe back in the day if he was i think he was in ring of honor i think he might have looked a little different like as far as his outfit goes and i i don't quote me on that but yeah he's pretty much always looked the same and this is right here is uh 2013 aries just six months before this him and jeff hardy had like one of the uh, best matches in TNA in a ladder yeah. match at Turning Point. He uh, he reminded me a lot here in this promo of CM Punk. I don't know what it was, but he gave me CM Punk vibes. Yeah, they're like kind of heelish right here. But yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't necessarily like what he was saying; it was how he was presenting it, and like his facial expressions, and just something yeah. in his eyes when he was talking. It just had that CM Punk vibe to me. I feel yeah. I get that. Or somebody I can dig. Uh, anyways, yeah. Uh, Christopher Daniels and Chavo start. Uh, I, I also met, I've never said it on here before. Christopher Daniels has a weird body shape. He's like his proportion is off a little bit. I love it, Christopher it's Daniels. Strange. It is strange. Dead. Yeah. Yeah. He's. But you know, he. I think it's. I don't know if it's his torso or his legs or something. I don't. I don't know. But anyways. We love him uh, regardless. Yeah, of course. 
And I made this note before she flubs up later on here in a couple of matches, but I put Christy Hemi wasn't bad at ring announcing. And she's hot too. But she did flub in like two matches, and I was like, well, I guess I could strike that, but I felt like I needed to say it. Yeah. Yeah, she was – I was really excited whenever she had her magazine shoot. Yeah. We've talked I was about like, that one. I was like 13, so. <laughs> that, that was that was one that – yeah, I just turned 18 when it happened. That was the first – Oh, you went and bought that one. Yeah, we went – I can't That's remember right. where we got it. Me and a group of friends, we all went. Like an Easy it. Mart or something? Yeah, I think it was Easy Mart <laughs> over by uh, uh, Cardinal. Yep, that's kind I of think, what I... I think that's where it was. I remember that place, having them. Uh, so, uh, real quick, yeah. Bad Influence, The Addiction, or SCU? Mm, I... Probably Bad Influence... SC, I'm just like SCU is super over, and they probably sold more merch than both of the others combined. But uh, I'm just, you know how I feel about that, and I'm just a little annoyed by yeah. it. Yeah, like, and I, the fucked up thing is, I'm starting to get there. I don't know yeah. if it's the way you presented it because you had a really good, <laughs> you know, little topic of or a way of bringing it up that shed new light on it to me. But yeah, I'm yeah. Like, now when they're on TV or on BTE, I'm just gonna like. Okay, I get it. Yeah, I think what really killed it for me is being at StarCast and all the fat, sweaty wrestling fans just screaming SCU over and over again. And I was like, I'm done. I'm done with it. I don't want this gimmick anymore. (laughs) I fucking hate it. (laughs) It took me a little longer than that, but... Yeah, yeah. No, I I was going to say The Addiction, and that's just because that's what I knew him as before SCU, because I watched Ring of Honor. Kind of, when, when we were first starting this, they were still The Addiction, so... Yeah. Yeah, you got three different companies right there. Uh, I noted also that I think these three or four tag team matches are usually hard to make amazing. Uh, not to say they don't exist, it's just less likely. But this one was uh, this one was an exception. Meltzer gave it three and a quarter star. I was going to so say, this has got to be at least close to four. Because, I mean, I thought it was a fucking great match. Yeah, it was really good, man. And, and it's a ring full of talent. And I was kind of starting to think while I was watching it too. I was like, I wonder if Chavo's with Hernandez because he's maybe a little green or something. But he was around. He's been around for a while, so I think they just put them together because they're Hispanic. Yeah, and I think having you know that them in San Antonio. Yeah, I think that you know that helped. That why the fuck is everybody bothering me right now? <laughs> so like my I'm getting notifications too. My mom texted me twice, and then now I'm getting fucking spam calls. So I'm just going to – well, I can't flip my phone over because my notes are on there. Fuck. The only thing I noted about Hernandez is how many times does he hit that double clothesline? Like, can you find something else to do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's not the uh, the best in ring, but he's a good – I don't know. Like, he's he's not bad. He's He's just okay. Yeah, and in my two in the 2011 and 2012 stuff I have, he's in a lot of fairly high profile matches, and he's he's good. Yeah. I think it was just here. I think he might have been a little outshined by all the other star power in the ring. Like yeah, that's everybody. Big... Yeah. And even like me coming in watching this new, I've never seen it before. So yeah. I'm watching, you know, Kazarian and Christopher Daniels. I'm watching Chavo because I grew up watching him. And I'm watching, yeah. you know, Bobby Roode and Austin Aries because I know those guys so well from, you know, obviously their time in the Fed. 
and and Austin Aries everywhere. But like Hernandez is a name that I know, and I, I mean I saw him last week when we watched Joe Nine. Yeah, but I don't know him well enough to give a shit about his work. Yeah, so I feel like I'm. Enough. I would be yeah. unfair to even say that he's not great because I don't know really. I haven't seen enough of his shit. I can attest that Austin Aries is a classy guy because when we were at StarCast, his meet and greet ended and I just walked in there and started talking to him. Super and I, fucking and I, cool guy. Yeah, and I actually, like, I said, hey, man, uh, you know, I just wanted to come shake your hand and say what's up. And I was like, I saw you at a TNA show in September 2013. You faced Kenny King and he was bleeding. And he, like, proceeded to just tell me, like tell everybody about the whole match and how it went. Like he remembered everything and was just real cool dude. And I was like, and then he stands up and I'm like, Oh fuck, we're like the same size, man. That's even better. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I was turning around to walk out and like, and that story absolutely happened because I was there and I turned around because I hear Levi talking. I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, Oh, he just walked up to him. I was so proud of you because you were, I was a little fed up, I think, with not getting our time. So yeah, <laughs> I think that was right after that happened, wasn't it? Yeah, it was definitely. Yeah. That was I, probably before all, the day of All In, or it was Friday or something. I don't, I don't remember, but yeah, I thought that was really cool that he just kind of like he wasn't like, "You don't got a fucking ticket, get out." He probably saw your like badge. That. Honestly, my badge. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, or he's just a nice guy. Or that too, yeah. He seemed he seemed pretty cool. I would like to see Austin Aries when he retires be an agent or even comment because he's good on commentary too. Yeah, um, he's a really good talent, and I don't like the fact that WWE misused him because he was a main eventer in TNA. He was an X division guy. He was a tag team guy. If if you can think of it, he did it in TNA, man. And Austin, Austin Aries is great. And he's there was a time period where I could probably say he was in my top ten favorite wrestlers and it was during a time where i was watching a lot of tna i just i, I really like austin yeah but i also austin, like bobby uh, Roode and kaz and, yeah. and cd and all that austin aries the the thing that fucking pisses me off about him is like right before he left there was a, a fig at walmart and the kids wanted it yeah and they they were like hey can we get this and i'm like i'll get it next week you know just one of the i don't know what it was it was like a weird like, usually I'll just say, yeah, just fucking get it, whatever. But yeah. I was like, ah, we'll get it next week. And then he gets released the next day. Yeah. It's like, I well, I should have like, got that, I guess. Well, in all honesty, I was like, well, you know, the kids don't watch TNA. And I figured that's where he was going to end up going. Hey, I have that too. Yeah, I got it for my anniversary. It was one of my anniversary presents. Where'd she pick that up at? It says it's a Walgreens exclusive. That's where I got it. Do you know yeah. those are those are... High priced on eBay right now, by the way. Are they really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's so sitting right here on my audio interface. Hopefully, she didn't buy it on eBay because she paid way more than. Was that little that eighty bucks. gauge? What about that oh, eighty yeah. gauge? That's that. a big one right there. Ernie Ball. That's an eight string one. Oh yeah, I got my little pack. Uh, this is where my all my strings and shit are. All that gotta have it, dude. Mammoth slinky, it. so I can tune low. And I got the I use I actually use the eight string on my seven string because I tune very low on that one, like drop F. So uh yeah. Anyways. Yeah, um uh Austin Aries and Bobby Roode retain the tag titles. That is after Chavo gets the San Antonio, gets the pop, he gets the frog splash for Eddie, puts his finger up, 
And uh, he hits it on Christopher Daniels, but as he's going down, Bobby Roode tags him and becomes legal, and then Roode steals the win for the Aries. Aries or Roode gets the pin while the other one guards. Yeah. So they keep the belts on them. I kind of forgot about this their run as tag champs, Dude, actually. They, but they work so well together as a team. Yeah. I really, I really preferred this team over Beer Money. Yeah, because it's yeah. I mean, and I know I like see hardcore yeah. TNA fans will probably be like, "Oh, well, you didn't watch it," and that's probably exactly why I prefer it this way. I don't know. Yeah. Just Bobby Roode with long hair to me. I just I can't. He looks can't nor- he looks so much more normal with short hair. I don't yeah. know what it is, but I'm with you on that. Uh, backstage is Taryn Terrell talking with old Jeremy Borash and gets attacked by Gail Kim. And that's that. Gail Kim, it's hard to look at her a certain way now because she's married to Robert Irvine, the slug, the chef dude. Yeah. And I saw a picture online of something I really didn't like. It just kind of scarred me. I can tell you off air sometime, but, uh, I yeah. was like, Oh, I just thought about him. Um, then the cage begins to get set up. And Aces and Aces is talking about what they're going to do, blah, blah, blah. Um, this is one of my favorite cages. I really like this cage. I had a note when uh, Aces and Aces were talking in the back. They're all sitting, yeah. you know. D'Lo Brown's giving them the rundown. Pre-Bullet Club by a couple of months. You're looking at the real dude now. <laughs> Pre-Bullet Club by a couple of months. Yesterday was actually Bullet Club Day. Happy Bullet Club Day, everybody. Yeah. D'Lo refers to Aces and Eights as the club. He says, we got to do what's best for the club. And what, a month and a half later, not even a month and a half later, Bullet Club starts? It's Bullet Club, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's very interesting. Because everybody else is here. Yeah, and everybody always compares Bullet Club to NWO. And I was like, well, you, after hearing that, I was like, you got to kind of give Aces and Eights a little rub ski, too. I, people don't give aces and eights to what they deserve, man. I, I don't, I don't know what it there. is. I just, I've always been intrigued by this stable. It's a whole year of it too, or really over a year. It's like it started in late 2012 and it went till, I think they kind of disbanded in like 14. I can't remember, but I'd uh, like to do a little more of this run. I'd like to see a yeah. little more of this. And unfortunately these episodes of impact aren't on, the network oh, i guess because like yeah because like viacom owns it or something uh, like own oh nine to there's like i think it's like 2010 to 2014 is like it's not on there i don't think there's got to be a so, way to find it though yeah because i always want to watch the episode i was at the two episodes i was at i'll find it um then we get west briscoe and kurt angle and in, in the first cage match of the night and Oh, by the way, the uh, the tag match got three and a quarter stars. I, I don't know if I said that or not. Yeah, you did. Um, Wes Briscoe and Kurt Angle, they get the first cage match of the night. And I did – I had to finally look it up. It, he is Gerald's kid, and he's Jack's nephew. Right. And I didn't I, – I've always – I guess I just never just looked it up. But I was kind of into Wes Briscoe. He's and, got a cool uh, look. Yeah, he looks mean, dude, and he's really shredded. Yeah, I actually, I remember reading all, you know, because like I've always said, I, I didn't ever watch TNA, but I always read like the results because I wanted to always know what was going on everywhere. That way, if yeah. anybody ever came to a promotion that I watched, then I know who the fuck they were. 
So yeah. when I saw Wes Briscoe's name, I was like, he's got to be Jerry's kid. And sure enough, yeah. Yeah, because nobody else has got that Briscoe. And then the he's, maybe he's it's got the a Briscoe brother, brothers. Right? Yeah, yeah, I think he does, yeah. And it's like the Briscoe brothers in Ring of Honor. Like, I've always wondered what their situation is, too. I yeah. think I was just scratching the mic. It's all right. Um, but they go on to have a pretty good match. Uh, Uncle Dave gave it three and a half stars. Is that what that says? Yeah, three and a half stars. This gets the highest rating of the night, probably because Kurt Angle's involved. Yeah. And, you know, I, I like what Bruce Pritchard always says, but he always says none of these matches are on that level, but he always says if it was in the Tokyo Dome, it would be fucking seven stars. I think he's right. I think Meltzer's a little biased in that Yeah, situation. he's got, he's got a bone ski for – for uh, Japan, big time, dude, big time. I will, is is Meltzer married? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, is she Asian? No, I, you know it's funny. I actually looked up his wife. I'm pretty sure she's all buff, like he is too. Oh, really? I so think they work so. Out together. Yeah, and he's coughing all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Does he smoke fucking cigarettes or something? He's like, got he's that Batista coughing. syndrome. Yeah. Dude. Hey, did I ever tell you about that though? I actually looked that up not too long ago about Batista yeah. Coffin in the ring. And apparently he I guess he wrote it in his book or something. Yeah. That he has asthma. Oh no shit. Okay. So that's why I've now I feel bad. Now I feel like a fucking How big is his dick? Well that's the that's the age old question that we all wonder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he had asthma. Okay. I thought maybe he was just partying with evolution too much. Uh, that's what I thought. <laughs> He was smoking cigars with uh, Nate. Dude, Nate's don't care, man. He just wants oh. to have fun time. Hey. Um, hey. Uh, Wes's first attempt at going out the door was a little weird and slow. He likes kind of he's like clawing his way to the door, and then he gets to the door and he just like he's moving really slow, like waiting for Kurt Angle. And I'm like, uh, okay, well, you could at least, you know. I don't know. It was a little... Maybe Kurt needed to move a little fucking faster. Um, is Kurt clean else? here or is he on on dope? I'm pretty sure he's clean because he looks normal. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say he looks way better than 09. Dude, the 2009 one was scary. Yeah, like, he, he, <laughs> he looked like he, I was, think he on was on the verge of D- John Dice. Yeah. I think here he's still kind of like having the run-ins with the law from drinking and driving, but he's, I don't think he's yeah. doing the, who, who hasn't? Yeah. No <laughs> shit. Who doesn't fucking drink and drive? Don't, don't drink do and it, drive. folks. Don't drink and drive folks. Um, Kurt Angle hits, Wes is trying to climb the side of the cage. Kurt Angle hits a German off of that. It gets a pretty big pop. Yeah. Um, Wes reverses the angle slam and angle hits the ref. Um, Wes taps, but the ref is down. Angle hits the slam and walks out the door, but the ref doesn't see that. So D'Lo comes out and sends Angle back in and pulls Wes out. And what do you know? The referee turns around and sees that. So uh, Wes wins. That's the only way you can put Wes Briscoe over Kurt Angle. Yeah. And my my notes literally, because I I didn't want to write anything for this match because I wanted to watch it. But I put Briscoe and Press as Angle being Angle, fucky finish. Yeah, that's... too many fucky finishes on this card, but you can tell it's a it's a it's a Bischoff card. It's a fucking Bischoff and Hogan card, and then there's a faction involved, so mm-hmm. of course there's going to be some fuckery. Um, but it was yeah, a great. Get, I I love that match. That was probably yeah, my was favorite good. TNA match that I've seen so far, other than one, the deletion matches with Broken Matt. Oh yeah, of course, of course. 
Delo's head isn't shaking here, by the way. I noted that too. Good. I yeah, actually, that I actually be noted. That. Yeah. Uh, we get a video package. Hey, when you're done, hey, when we're done, send. Did you write them out or did you type them out? I wrote them. Is it one page? That's two. Will you two screenshot them? Screenshot your notes and send them to me. I'm going to put them on Patreon for the uh, for an exclusive. Oh, oh like, okay, so they can cool. actually see yeah. our notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. I like that. Motherfuckers, subscribe to Patreon so we can have some friends because I'm really lonely and I need friends and I need people to give me money. So, um, no, I'm just kidding. It's not about the money. I think it's more about like when we have more Patreons, like we're going to be more happy to do like exclusive shit, you know? Invested. We'll be more invested mentally to uh, watch more wrestling. And of course, shout out to uh, James Hogan, Robbie Duran, and the boys over at we watched a movie for being our patreons yeah our it's, current patreons it was funny because mike texted me yesterday and he's like oh by the way thanks again for uh for being a patreon on we watched a movie i said well you did it for me i gotta do it for you brother yeah man that's <laughs> what works for us brother i guess i should probably patreon out for him i know i'm a piece of shit it, mike and jay probably see me as like the real piece of shit of this podcast so it's okay nah yeah I'm going to call a fucking spade a spade, you know? I don't know. I heard that in the show somewhere, so I wanted to say it. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> I don't know what that we'll, means. We'll eventually have to do, you know, a, a four-way a collab. show. Yeah. yeah. I think that'll be Especially fun. Especially around Halloween time. Yeah, that's kind of what I was trying to save it for, but. Yeah. I don't know. We'll figure something out at some point. Because that's our shit, too, man. We love yeah. those movies. Oh, yeah. We love so. it. That's why I hooked up with them to begin with, was because of that. Uh, video package for Lethal Lockdown. Then we get Lethal Lockdown, uh, Aces and Eights team versus Team TNA. Anderson and Magnus come out first. Knox is out next. Of course, the heels have the advantage. Uh, they wear out Magnus. Samoa Joe's out next. Joe and Magnus make a comeback. Little Bischoff next, which I'm not going to lie. I think I kind of have a little man crush on Garrett Bischoff. I'm pretty hey, sure I have cool, a man, man crush on him. Well, you got a crush on yeah. his dad. Might as well have a crush on him. That's kind of what I. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Like I, I'm into Bischoff, um, so it's pouring rain outside. Yeah, uh, I'm it's into about Bischoff, to start here so too. I got to be into Garrett Bischoff. Garrett Bischoff has the look, and he was referee Jackson James in TNA for a while too. That was his name, and then they actually reveal it. I think it was sometime in like 2010. I, I could be wrong, but he gets revealed as Bischoff's kid, which he fucking looks just like him. So. He's, I mean, he's, he is shoot Bischoff's kid, right? Yeah, he's shoot Bischoff's okay. kid. Yeah. I, I thought Bischoff's so, but I never looked it up. Yeah. Because I assumed he was, but, and he does, yeah. he looks exactly like him. Yeah. And he's got the, he's Jackson James. Yeah. I kind of got a bit of a boner for him. I don't know what it is, but um, it's because I got a boner for Bischoff, dude. You're he's a, my, hey, but you're man enough to admit it, you know? Yeah. No homo. You know, I'm into, I'm a heterosexual male, but, well, um, you know. You're mysterious. I'm, <laughs> I'm mysterious. That's a good yeah. way of putting it. I'm bi-curiously mysterious. Uh, Joe and Magnus keep the aces down for a bit after Bischoff comes out. Anderson and Knox take them out. Um, take them out for the hot tag, if you will, because Eric Young's going to be the hot tag. So they got to get him down so the next guy can come out and save him. Devon comes out next and gives eights the advantage. James Storm comes out next to take out a few guys and even the odds. Then old Doc Gallows, the good brother, the ba 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 boy, is out next. Ooh. I actually I actually wrote Doc Gallows next, ba 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 boys. 
Cage is getting crowded. One more to go. The Stinger. Uh, heels always have the advantage in these types of matches. Sting comes out with a bat and weapons uh, and downs them all with the bat. And all the TNA guys grab weapons and beat the hell out of the Aces and Eights. And they actually beat the shit out of them for a while. Um, Aces finally come back. Momentum, and when they come back, the momentum changes, like, immediately. They, like, immediately all, like, come back and heal each other. They're all healed up and ready to go. Um, that massive superplex powerbomb thing off the top, that was probably the biggest spot of the match, obviously. That was pretty cool. It was, like, six guys, five <laughs> or six guys up there. Uh, Samoa Joe sitting on the top turnbuckle. Dude, like, when that happened, I was like, no fucking way. And then it hit. I was like, god damn. I was yeah. just happy they didn't botch it. Nobody looked to get be hurt or anything, so that was good. That was a big one, dude. That was a big one. Um, and then after that happens, Samoa Joe almost submits Anderson, and Eric Young goes uh, knocks us down, and Eric Young goes up to the turnbuckle to do an elbow drop, and String goes, no, you go all the way up. He goes all the way up, hits the elbow drop, and Team TNA wins yeah. after the elbow so drop. So I have uh, – uh, let's see – Aces and eights pre-shield entrances from the crowd. Yeah, there's, yeah. I, um, I knew you were going to catch that for some yeah, reason. I knew I, you were going to fucking well, say that. because you know me. Uh, this is way better than Lethal Lockdown 2009. And you told me way last better. week it yeah. would be better. Uh, yeah. I liked how the heels had the numbers advantage because that's the only way it works in these types of matches. Um, the crazy multi-man powerbomb suplex combo off the turnbuckle. And it was just... I mean, it, it was a great match, but I don't know. It's just – I would have liked to have seen Aces and Eights win this one. Knowing what we know now, yeah, I mean, it would have made sense for them to just dominate. Right. Because, you know. But it seems I, – I don't know if there's a common denominator here with – because the 9 Team Jarrett, which were faces, won. This one, the faces win, Team TNA wins again. I'm trying to think. I I know. I mean, I know the heels win lethal lockdown before, but I think maybe, and this is just me thinking, maybe it's because what happens at the end. Obviously, if you know, you should know by now if you're listening to this. Bully Ray turns because he becomes the leader. Yeah. Knowing what we know now, maybe it's because you wouldn't want Aces to win that, and then they and the they're in the match. next match. Yeah. So it's like. Because you there's a swerve at the end. Yeah. Probably everybody's everybody's expecting Team TNA to win this. So you give yeah, them that, yeah. and then you turn bully. Because you're sending them home kind of pissy because the heel stands tall. So you kind of want the the other main event to have the baby faces send San Antonio home happy. With you. Good, um, good uh, psychology there. Yeah. I've been trying to study it, man. I'm doing a little studying <laughs> with that, you know. Just trying to get a little, a little more into it here. Uh, what did Melt- Melter gave that? As I itch my nose, I'm not picking it. I promise. Actually, you know what? Ha! <sighs> uh, Melter gives it three and a quarter star. So he liked it almost as much as he liked the Kurt Angle one. Oh, but if it was in the Tokyo Dome, it would have been <laughs> six stars. <laughs> have been eighty-five stars. Yeah. Um, and then I had noted too. I said. They show the poll next, the Bully Ray 51%, Jeff Hardy 49%. You think that's gimmicked? Mm, I mean, oh, I yeah. feel like that's that's got to be <laughs> okay. <laughs> Definitely. 
So is, um, is Jeff Hardy a heel here? No, 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 no. This is so a this weird is, baby face, baby face thing. Okay, so yeah. it's like a WrestleMania six without that big of a build up to it. Yeah, and and it, I think it's baby face versus baby face because he's going to turn anyway. Right. So Jeff Hardy was he was kind of a heel uh, two years before, I guess that was okay. when he was really a heel because in the like the build up, it was like you know it was kind of like. Bully was shocked that he was named the number one contender. Yeah. So that 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 kind of helps with the story, it being baby versus baby here. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you like you said, in the video package that happens and uh the video packages here are a lot better than they were, I think, in the earlier days of TNA. Like the production in TNA right here is way better. And I think it's just because the HD Maybe also, did you notice the cuts in certain places of the show? Okay, I had that noted and I forgot okay. to say it. It was okay. on a couple matches ago. I don't know why, because yeah. on my DVDs it doesn't do that. I wonder if it's just little things. Maybe, oh, there she is on, this, on the screen that like they wanted to remove or something like an ad. Like I for guess, a DVD but it happens so much and it's yeah. always during the middle of the fucking match. Yeah, I'm like, what? I thought my internet was going out. No, it was totally because 09 did the same thing. And it was just, it's weird. I don't really, I don't know. I, don't I know didn't notice it, like it as much on 09 as here, but man, it was like a lot. It almost seemed you like know, every it, match. Yeah, it was. It was literally, it was like every match had that little, like, it was almost like commercial break. And then when it would come, I was started paying attention to see if when it came back, it was ahead a little bit and it would be like maybe five seconds ahead. Yeah. Um, you know what I also noted too is I've always been a fan of TNA's um, backstage camera segments. I don't know where I put it at, but like where it seems like the camera's like peeking in the door, yeah, like it's the catching reality something like kinda. that. I've I, I've liked the way they shot that. That was I was super into that since day one in TNA. That's always been a really cool thing, and I think it got more prominent when Bischoff and Hogan came around. Yeah, the only problem that I've had with it, like seeing clips of it, is when it's Hogan. Like if he wasn't, I, I love Uncle Terry. You guys know that, but I gotta I gotta kind of give him a kick to the giblets here. If he wasn't sh- such a shitty actor, they would come off so much better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. So that's my one knock on Uncle Terry, and I'm leaving it alone. He's not the he's not the best actor. That's true. Like at the end of this match here too, Bully yeah. Ray and TNA. What? What? You <laughs> son of a bitch! You son of a bitch! Uh, Bully's in super great shape here. This is about – I think he gets himself in really good shape, like 2011-ish, 2012-ish. But he's, he's like, in probably the best shape of his career right here. I would like, say so. This was I, – I would almost say this is him in his prime. Yeah. Yeah, I think – yeah, and that's funny that you say that, dude. That's weird. God, you think, like – we that's why we do this together. The um, only reason. Because other than this, we hate each other. Yeah, we're not – we're, like, friends. friends. Um. I was going to say something about how Bully and Hardy, it's amazing how long they've been around, but right here, dude, they're, they're like they're in their prime and they've been wrestling for almost 20 years. I almost wonder if it's because they've stopped doing all the crazy ladder matches and shit for the most part <laughs> and the, yeah. their bodies have had a little time to heal. And I'm sure at this point, Jeff Hardy's been off for a couple of years here and there. Yeah. Injuries and whatnot. So he's had time to heal up a little bit. 
Uh, boy, is he's in this, great shape here. Hey, so, before, sorry, sorry. Is this oh, before ahead. the Sting match, or is this after? What Sting match? With Jeff Bully Hardy. And, this is after. That was at Victory Road 2011. Okay, so th- that's... The, where he's all fucked up. Yeah. yeah. So Bischoff was... How long was Bischoff there? Because this is 13. He, was there, he got there in like late 09, I think it oh, was. Oh, shit. And he, I didn't and he, he left there that long. Yeah. It was like late 09, and um, he left in... I think it was like uh, October of 2013 they let him go. That's when him and Terry both left. Yeah, because that's what works for Terry, brother. He's done, like it was literally uh, – Bischoff's talked about it before. He negotiated – this was all like Hogan – he negotiated Hogan's contract and everything for him. He was his like – that's his guy. So, Did he talk about it on the on 83 Weeks? Yeah, he's talked about it a few times about how in TNA and uh, all that. They did, they did Lockdown 2010 a couple weeks ago. Okay. And I I'll listened to, to it because I was – I'll put my earbuds in and not – uh, I'll kayfabe what I'm listening to so I can listen to that because I'm actually really interested in hearing Bischoff talk the about TNA, I'm glad they're talking about TNA shows now because they're also going to do um, – I think they said they were going to do another lockdown in the coming weeks. But I, I – if Conrad's going to do these podcasts, I would really love it if he did get a TNA dude, someone who's been there the whole time, like Mike Tanay or something where I can, oh, I want, I want to know more about TNA. Dude, I'd love to hear a fucking Mike Tanay podcast. Yeah, man. I want to know about the backstage shit in TNA. Cause I, we've all kind of heard about it, but mm-hmm. like, I want to know, I want to know more. I want to know everything. You could even do one with Don West, dude. And he's a fucking yeah. captivating fucking individual. Maybe that's what we should do. Maybe we should do that. <laughs> we should race Conrad to get a TNA guy to do a show with. No. Nah. Anyways, they wouldn't yeah. do it. With, that doesn't work for them, brother. Our fucking double chin doesn't jiggle enough. So, <laughs> shout out to Conrad Thompson. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I listen to it all the time, dude. So. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's my go-to at work, dude. I'm always listening to something to wrestle. Eighty-three weeks. You don't uh, hold it as close to your heart as I do. No, it doesn't. It doesn't hit me that hard. I mean. Look, Conrad's successful because he's he's he does he does a good job. But I could do that good of a job too if that was my full time job, basically. So patreon.com uh yeah, slash heels yeah. and quads and sign up or prowrestlingtees.com forward slash heels and quads and buy some shirts. Yeah, the more money we get influx on here, the more better internet we can get and the better <laughs> uh Yeah. I can't wait I, to have fiber optics. Someday. Hey, dude, there was just that one spot, though, for like five minutes where it was kind of shitty, and then now it's back to... It's been pretty good. Yeah, yeah. your internet's yeah. been solid. Yeah. Because if this was a Skype call, it'd be, we'd be fucked. Oh, we'd be done. Like before. Yeah. Shout out to Zoom. Hey, Zoom, if you want to sponsor the fucking show... Blue Chew, if you want to sponsor the show... I can't yeah, try Blue Chew. We've, we've tried Blue Chew uh, sponsorship, and... I'm still – I guess I need to email. I keep forgetting to email him back and say, hey, what the fuck's going on here? Well, everybody gets it. All right, let's finish this main event here. Um, oh, aces and eights interfere, actually, in the match. This is a little bit in it. The Kind of the start of the match is them just doing their wrestling and having a Bully Ray and Jeff match. There's some twist of fate action, some punches, some slams, all that good stuff. Bully kind of – I don't know what it is here, but at the start of the match – 
always telling a really good story with the look on his face and what he's doing because he's kind of just got that like I'm determined to win this belt thing and it it sucks because the payoff is inevitably him joining aces and eights but like he did a really good job I think Bully Ray's might be a little underrated like he's 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 really good he's old he's got that uh old psychology going on is this his first shot at the world title no, but it might be actually because I'm I don't remember think. like even looking at like house show tours. I don't think I never remember like Bubba Ray or Bully Ray ever getting a shot at the big title anywhere. I think that's the whole thing of this is him being the president, him being the champion, and he was because he's in a lot. I mean, he's for the last five years before this or whatever, he's in a ton of high profile matches in TNA. He's usually mid card, upper mid card, sometimes the main, but yeah, I want to say this is his first reign as a TNA champion. Actually, let me, let me confirm that real quick. I don't even know if it's so much his first reign. I think it's his first opportunity. Yeah, that, that maybe that too. Um, I don't know. Obviously I don't know about TNA that much, but. I, I mean, like I said, I can't remember him I'll ever getting a shot at the Fed or I don't no, think he yeah. ever had a ECW title shot. No, he's because he was always in a tag team yeah. with, with uh, Devon, which is fine. I mean, they're yeah. a legendary tag team for a reason. But, yeah, I think you're, I think you're actually right on that one. That one kind of stumped me. But he's uh, – I'm pretty sure – now, from here forward, he's, like, pretty much always in the title yeah, he's, he's and, Yeah, uh, he's one of the top guys. Yeah, because they saw that he could do it. Um, yeah, they throw Aces and Eights interfere, and Bully and Jeff beat him up and send him out of the cage, which that part's a little wonky to me because it's like if you're joining them, you're beating them up. You're, you're beating up your teammates and throwing them out, but I guess you kind of have to do that so you don't spoil it that early. Yeah. You know? I guess I understand. Uh, the Bully Bomb off the top looked really good. That was a, that was a hell of a Bully Bomb, uh, and it's a two-count. Hulk comes out with Brooke, the wife of Bully, which I have noted. Hulk tells Bully, you got to get up. You got to get up, brother. You got to get up. And then Aces and Eights come back out, and the turn happens when Devon and everybody starts climbing in. Devon gives Bully a hammer to hit Jeff Hardy with, and Bully signals that he's in, and he uh, gets the pin to win the title after the hammer shot. Now, Jeff Hardy's been through some shit, so I feel like the hammer shot and maybe a finisher would have been better because Jeff could have kicked out of the hammer shot. We've seen him do some crazy shit in his yeah. career. But also, a hammer to the back sucks, so I guess it's believable. Um, and then Bully's like, he's telling Brooks, you are nothing to me. You are nothing to me. Hulk, and then he tells Hulk, do I something. I used you. Brooke, yeah. I, screwed I screwed you. you. Yeah, that was good. Dude, dude, I like, I was like, okay, now we can talk about what we were talking about earlier. I, like, I get that Brooke was on TV. Like, I get the reason why, because she always wanted to be a, a singer. And yeah. she, she, I mean, it wasn't bad. Like, she wasn't awful. Like, she wasn't great, but she wasn't terrible at it. I've heard a couple of her, you know, tracks. Um, but. <sighs> It, it's almost like it's trying too hard to get her into this business because right away she's thrown in and she marries Bully Ray. 
and yeah. then it's a turn and then you know they're using her as kind of like that damsel in distress kind of like almost like a miss elizabeth type where she's in between like she doesn't know like she should side with her husband probably or yeah. her dad it's just that kind of weird i don't know but i don't think Knowing what I know about wrestling, I get why they did it. But knowing how much... Because wrestling's fucking wonky. But knowing, like, if it was... If I had a daughter, I would never, like, subject her to that, you know, ever. Like, if somebody called my daughter a bitch or something, or said that they screwed her or something... Yeah. I'd be so fucking pissed. Like, legit shoot pissed that I don't think I could contain myself. Now I know it's Terry and he... He's a brother. He's the brother of all brothers, but brother. <laughs> but like, I yeah. don't. Uh, I don't know. It was just cringy to me. I get it. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird having her around like that. And it's. I see what you're saying. It's got that Miss Elizabeth damsel vibe yeah. going on there. But but then again, this isn't her first time on wrestling program because she did the. She was involved in the Randy angle in what oh six. Yeah. Hogan and, and Hogan and Randy. She, I want to say she's like GM at one point in TNA too. I I can't remember if she she does some kind of like she's in some. Yeah, exactly. Well, Hogan <laughs> Hogan's like I need my daughter doing that. That's where she needs brother. to get a paycheck. She needs to be on TV. Uh, Hogan knows yeah. best. Has been over with for a few years now. Yeah, we need some dough. Uh, this match got three stars from Elter, by the way. Not bad. Yeah. If it was no, Tokyo Dome, is, though. This was listed. I was actually, yeah, if it was Tokyo Dome. This was listed. I, I looked up some lists um, to see if I, if somebody knew something that, you know, to enlighten me on some different matches, uh, best TNA matches and shit like that. Like, what's the most recommended? And in the top twenty, this one was like number thirteen, I think. Wow. Um, yeah, the best match of all in TNA, and I think it's everybody knows it's at Unbreakable 2005, and it's Samoa Joe versus Christopher Daniels versus AJ Styles. That makes sense. That's that's the I, I believe it's Christopher Daniels and not um, Kaz. Let me look at that. Unbreakable 2005. At some point, I want to watch an event that has uh, Generation Me on it. I want to see the Bucks. Now we can do it. Yeah. In that uh in that gimmick. <laughs> AJ, Christopher Daniels, and Samoa Joe for the X Division title. Yeah, it was the main event at Unbreakable. Wow. Yeah, dude. There's uh there's actually a Gen Me match on YouTube and it's them versus bad influence, actually. Yeah. I was just kind of saving it. Like I haven't watched one yet. I, I we do a Patreon. Yeah, we could do that. Let's do that. Do Patreon Since we're not doing stuff. the drink along because nobody wanted to fucking sign up. Of course not. I sat and drank White Claw by myself last night and watched Ozark. I after did I ate uh, a bunch of fucking Popeyes. Oh man, I made a I made a roast yesterday. It sat in the fucking crock pot all fucking day. I didn't eat till like ten, which is terrible. But I mean, fuck, I'm still in quarantine. Ten at night? Yeah. Like you didn't eat all day until no, 10 I ate. Night. Earlier, no, no, I saved my dinner till late because I wanted to wait till after uh, we did Wham Sports last night. So I allowed myself to have one beer. It was my last beer I had in my fridge, so I wanted to drink it and get it over with before the new week started. And I had one, well, it was a big Tito's and Tonic. And that's all I had last night. Yeah. 
So it was good. Just one, just one big Tito's and tonic and a beer. Yeah. That's a, that's a different kind of night for you. Well, you know, I was trying to be responsible knowing that we were going to try to live stream this and I didn't want to be all yeah. over. Or yeah. sleep through my alarm. <laughs> yeah. Mine went off at seven. Cause I was like, I'm going to be up and make sure I look all right. I was going to go for a run, but I'm going to wait, I guess, till the rain goes away. I love the rain though. I love rainy days. That's what I want. You know, what's I'm really going to bother it, me today. Oh, dude. It makes, you know but dude, my knees just fucking kill me though from injuries and whatnot. Oh. Does the storm mess with your oh, knees dude. and shit? My, my left leg, the one I broke. Yeah, in, in football, dude, I can tell like 12 hours before it rains that it's going to rain. It just starts fucking throbbing. And then my knees are both blown out, so that fucking sucks. So I, when it rains or it's cold, I limp around here like a fucking old man. My knees pop the whole time I'm doing squats. Ugh. It's just you hear bones and cartilage popping the whole time, yeah. and it's like something – I hope something bad doesn't happen. <laughs> I've You're been just waiting to blow a quad. Yeah, dude. I look at my quads every day, and I'm like, they don't look like Nash's yet, but uh, you know, yeah, dude, I have Nash to, looks good. I, Nash looks great, man. I gotta get, I gotta get back in. I'm, I'm, I'm shooting for 145. I was 147, and then I'm, now I'm uh, rocking about 151. So I'm I'd not like gonna to announce down. my weight, but like I said earlier, it's the heaviest <laughs> I've ever been, and I'm not happy. <sighs> yeah, there we go. So, anyways, uh, yeah, that'll about do it for the show, I guess. Yeah. Some TNA Lockdown 2013. I have Impact Plus for another month, so uh, maybe yeah, we'll I do too. show sometime. Yeah, I signed up yesterday. I uh, like that they have the year option for 71 as well. Yeah. Did you have to do cool. it through Fight? No, I did it on the app, and then like I was like, I can't figure out a way to watch it on my fucking TV, so I hooked my computer up to my TV. Oh, okay. I did, it through, work, I did it through Fight. You did it through... Uh, and you can do that on your TV then, right? Yeah. Yeah, see, I should have did that. Maybe well, I'll I mean, do it the next time on there. Or maybe I'll just keep it and you can use my login. There we go. Yeah, you can do that too. I mean, it's got it's got a lot of good reminiscent stuff on it. We should do an old TNA show soon too. Yeah. Like an uh, NWA pay-per-view or something. Yeah. Let's do the Jinmi uh, Bad Influence match on Patreon. We'll do a watch-along. Do the YouTube the YouTube one? Yeah. Let's do that sometime this week when you're off for a bonus. Yeah, we could probably just bang it out tomorrow or something, actually. Yeah, let's do, yeah, let's do it tomorrow. I'll let, let you know, know a good time. It'll probably be morning, but I'll let you know a good time. I think okay. I'm going fishing tomorrow. Yeah, morning would be probably best before the kids all wake up and start Pay rent. There's my note. Notification for pay rent, notification for Wi-Fi. So I got – yeah, there's my – Yeah, I got a – yeah, I got to go pick up a Walmart order. My or Tommy went and stayed with my sister last night with my and my nephew because he hasn't he hasn't been out of the house since this all started. Tommy, yeah, Jesus. he was fucking. I mean, he's rode in the car and stuff, but he's been fucking. He's like, I need kidding. to go. Yeah, and my sister's like, hey, you know, I know you guys are worried. I'm like, I'm about to go back to work. So at this point, you know, we're either gonna get it or we're fucking not. Yeah, that's how I feel about it at this point. But. So I got to get him, go do my Walmart pickup order and uh, uh, take my cash out and pay my in-laws for my house. Because I don't want to get behind on that shit. Got, yeah. 
less than a year and I'll have this motherfucker paid off. The house? Yep. Oh, doggy. You know what I'm really worried about right now is my screen time on my phone. Oh, dude, it's so bad. I don't even look at mine. I've been keeping it under three. I've been keeping it under about two and a half hours all the time, but this one's going to screw me up because this has been an hour. Yeah. So now I'm all nervous. Yeah. Yeah. At least it was technically, you know, work. Yeah. The Undertaker. Okay, so you the got the Undertaker. you got the basic AJ. You've got Undertaker. You've got Undertaker. You got Ravishing Rick Rude. You got an Eddie up there. I'm trying to. I'm trying what is to, is that? A, oh, that is an Eddie. Okay, I was like, I was thinking Eddie Guerrero, and then I I was like, what is that mummy looking thing? Yeah, it's Eddie. Owen. Owen. Iron Maiden guitar picks. Did you get that, that at the show? Uh, no, I think I got that at uh, Guitar Center. Guitar Center. Holy shit, yeah. there's some hail coming down, dude. Ooh, yeah, we had some yesterday. Uh, Scott Hole. We have that fig. Dude, I gotta look out the window. Holy shit, man. Dude, yeah, fucking hail is popping. crazy. Oh my god. Dude, it's like golf ball sized fucking hail coming down. Holy shit. Dude, you gotta beat up my car, man. My windshield's already cracked. Ours is too. I'm pissed. We gotta take her home. All right, let's go home. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, I can finish showing the wrestlers real quick. There's just going to be some racket. That's Scott Hall I had to get. Yeah, that's a nice one. Yeah, I wanted I that one, hill. too. It's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's not supposed to start real bad here till like, 1. Yeah, it's fucking it's God, fucking damn, deep dude. Roof, dude. Yeah, <laughs> man, it's crazy. It's insanity out we there. We told you guys the weather in fucking Arkansas is nutty. Dude, okay, here, let's see if you can see out there. It's like it's like crazy coming yeah. down, dude. The Holy fucking hail shit, on the ground man. out there. Man. Yeah, it's like fucking, fucking golf balls. My God, fucking Arkansas, dude. Arkansas, dude. Yeah, right, let's go. Home. Anywho, all right, we'll go home. That was kind of a crazy end to the sh- crazy end to the show there, but <laughs> yeah. All right, follow us at Heels and Quads on Twitter, Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast on Instagram. Subscribe on Patreon if you like what we're doing. The content's only going to get better the more people we get. We'll do better content and more exclusive episodes and better exclusive quality. videos. Better, yeah, better quality. We're gonna drink with you guys. All that shit. You know, yeah. a lot of fun stuff to be done on Patreon. If there's, uh, if there's a market uh, for it. If there's a market for it, we know Jeff, it. Jeff Hardy we, says so too. We know it's saturated. Oh yeah, that's the new one. We know it's a saturated market. We know, you know, we're not your go-to source, but you know, we try to make this as entertaining as possible. As my wife snores in the background. Uh, <laughs> She's snoring. Yeah, <laughs> she's in. She's not laying on the couch. She came in here when I got up. But she is she actually like sleeping and snoring? Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. yeah. Jeez. Yeah. She stayed up late. She's uh she's binging uh, Grey's Anatomy. She now. just woke up too. So, yeah. what's up with the guys getting up so early? Know, Dude, it's man. fucking crazy outside. Because we we like our alone time. Yeah, I can't wait to listen back to this and hear that hail. I want to yeah, hear dude, how loud it was. It's on gnarly. There. <laughs> I'll, clip, I'll clip it out for you just so you can hear yeah, it. Yeah, I want to uh, hear that, dude. Because this is going to take a while for me to go through it. It's going to take a while to fucking convert. So, yeah, uh, Heels and Quads I can, on Twitter. I can edit it if you want me to. Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast on Instagram. Follow me at Mr. Tommy Walter on Twitter. He's fapping. He's fapping. <laughs> uh, yeah, follow. Check out We Watched a Movie. We Watched a Movie on YouTube. Podcast Network. Just type in Wham Podcast Network, and we, we show up. They show up. And uh, Wham Sports. Check that out. We did a fucking hilarious fucking episode last night. Probably the best one we've done so far over there. 
It was only like an hour and a half, which is short for us because we usually do two, two and a half hours. It's yeah. rough, dude. You can tell we're dude, just... Dude, my batteries. My battery's at 47% right now. That's, That's crazy. That's the lowest it's ever been, I'm sure. No, but it's the lowest it's ever been at 10 in the morning. That's crazy. <laughs> Jeez. All right. All right. So we'll talk to you next week. Or if you, if you sign up for Patreon, maybe we'll, we'll have that watch along up for you tomorrow. Yeah, probably, probably be up tomorrow. Yeah. All right. Get that, get that rolling. All right. Uh, we will talk to you guys next week. We'll figure out what we're doing this week, next week on the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Bye. Bye. On the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. Immediately. Fucking. Fucking immediately. <laughs> hey, get out of that trash can. Sean Boy, well, he knows it's a classic. I'm still a mouthful. Yes, I did. I was He's like, this is the last time. John Dice. Stick Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio keto-friendly dairy snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.